guys. Welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that everyone's day is going well. Your week is going great. Let's get right into it. What's new with me? I'm actually in a really great mood right now because my sister is in town. I'm so happy that she's here in Chicago with me. She's here for a very specific reason and that reason is we're going to the Harry Styles concert tonight. I'm so excited. I haven't been to a concert in so long. And what better way to get back into it than to go to the highly anticipated Harry Styles concert. I feel like so many people have gone to this one. They have said that he is fantastic live. So I'm very pumped to experience that in all of his glory. Aside from the concert, we're just going to hang out, have some good quality time together. I always miss her when she's away from me, but it makes it that much better when we're back together again. What else is new with me? Something that's new with all of us in that it is October. We have made it to the spooky season. Fall is officially upon us and I really felt that this past weekend we had gorgeous weather in Chicago. So brisk, so sunny. To rain in this very fun time of year, I also got my nails done. I got them done this really beautiful coppery color which screams fall to me. And coincidentally, my sister got her nails done a couple days before me, and she got, I kid you not, the exact same color. So it's trending, guys. If you want to match us, go pick this color for yourself. Another thing that we did this weekend to rein in the October season, we went to an Oktoberfest. It was outside. It was by the river. There was live music. It was a really great time. What else did I do this past weekend? Oh, we went to a comedy show. It was so fun. Just a local place, some local comedians. It feels honestly very low commitment to do. You can get tickets kind of last minute at not a very expensive price and it's near us. It was a very fun thing to do. We also went to a candy store, which I don't know if you guys have been to a candy store recently, but it is so much fun to just go around, get a little bag, put all the different candy that you want in there. A very underrated activity in my opinion, and I feel like a perfect thing to do in October. It's candy season, you guys. Pumpkins, costumes, and candy. That's really all that's new with me. Looking forward to the weekend up ahead. Looking forward to spend more time with my sister. Hopefully you guys have some fun things upcoming as well. So let's all kick off this weekend early with this episode. Moving right along to what's hot this week. A big announcement in the fashion world came through straight from Vogue.com. Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty, will be the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Spring 2023 Costume Institute exhibition. That's right guys, they have already picked their theme for the Met Gala next year. And it's all about Carl Lagerfeld. A little bit more from Vogue.com, they write, Carl Lagerfeld was a regular attendee at the Metropolitan Museum of Art Costume Institute. From the seventh on-sale benefit in 1991 to Alexander McQueen Savage Beauty in 2011, and of course for the Chanel exhibit in 2005. And yet, says the Costume Institute's Wendy Yu curator-in-charge, Andrew Bolton, Carl never tired of telling me that fashion did not belong in a museum. When we worked on the Chanel show together, he was incredibly generous in what he lent, but he was completely disinterested in the exhibition itself. He would say, 
Fashion is not art. Fashion belongs on the street, on women's bodies, on men's bodies. From 1954, when he shared the Woolmark Prize with another emerging designer named E. Saint Laurent, until his death in 2019, Lagerfeld produced a body of work for Balmain, Pateau, Chloe, Fendi, Chanel, and his own namesake brand that is unparalleled. Which is why, despite what Lagerfeld himself thought about fashion's place in a museum, he is to be the subject of the Metropolitan Museum of Art's Spring 2023 Costume Institute exhibition. Very interesting choice. I know that a lot of people have different opinions about him as a person, which is actually why I'm kind of surprised by the choice. What I wouldn't be surprised by is if it gets some backlash. It seems like people either love him for his work or hate him for some pretty shocking and hateful things that he said. But what I will say, that as an artist, as a creator, as a designer, he was extremely talented and left behind exquisite work. I think as themes go, this is one that's actually going to be pretty easy to follow because there's so much that he did create. You know, you can wear one of his designs from all of those brands listed that he designed for as well as his own. Also, the chief sponsor of the exhibition will be Chanel, while major support will further be provided by Fendi. Karl Lagerfeld, the fashion brand, and Condé Nast will add additional funding. I have no doubt that the Met Gala is going to be filled with beautiful, beautiful looks next year. I'm definitely excited to see what everyone decides to wear and how other designers that he didn't design for are going to incorporate the theme into whatever they show for the first Monday in May. Also, I don't know if you guys watched Anna Wintour's recent 73 Questions with Vogue. She's done one before, but she just recently did another one of those interviews. And in that, they asked her, of those who have left us, whose voice do you feel is most needed right now to comment on the state of the world? And her response was Karl Lagerfeld. So I feel like that was a little bit of a clue into this theme. It's clearly very top of mind for her. They start planning this so far in advance. It's October now, and this exhibition doesn't start until May. But a lot has to go into it. A lot of planning, a lot of designing, a lot of curating. Also, they haven't announced the chairs yet, but I'm going to guess that it's going to be some of his top models or muses such as Cara Delevingne. When I think of Karl Lagerfeld in his modern day work, I think of Cara Delevingne. They had a very close relationship and she currently has the Cara Times Carl collection. So I wouldn't be surprised either if she wore something from that collection. People are definitely going to be waiting to see how those top people in his life pay homage. I also do think it's interesting how in this Vogue article, they mention kind of his distaste for having fashion pieces live in a museum. But I do think if he were to see in the future and see that this was being done for him to honor him, that he would in fact be honored. Because it is a great, great honor. At least I think so. To have your work on display like this in essentially the world of fashion's biggest closet. At least in the United States. I'm very excited to see how this all turns out as I am every single Met Gala. It's fun to watch, it's fun to consume, and like I mentioned this year at the Met, Vogue did a really great job about documenting it and sharing it with the public in a way that didn't feel so exclusionary. 
it felt like they wanted the public to be there with them from the comfort of their own homes on their own devices. So hopefully we get that again next year. I'm confident that we will. And of course, stay tuned because here at Typically Peachy, we will give all of our opinions once that first Monday in May rolls around. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I'm very excited about the first item on the list because it is something that I mentioned just last week. And I told you guys that once I finished season 2 of this particular thing, I would recommend it to you guys. So here I am doing just that. It is a show, one that you have likely already heard a lot about, but it took me a little bit to get on board. Although I will say now, I'm so glad I finally did. This show is called Only Murders in the Building. Here's your summary. Three strangers share an obsession with true crime and suddenly find themselves wrapped up in one. When a grisly death occurs inside their exclusive Upper West Side apartment building, the trio suspects murder and employs their precise knowledge of true crime to investigate the truth. Perhaps even more explosive are the lies they tell one another. Soon, the endangered trio comes to realize a killer might be living among them as they race to decipher the mounting clues before it's too late. Pretty good summary. One thing, though, that I feel like is a huge part that they left out here is that this show is all about a podcast. They are recording a murder mystery podcast, which is such a fun element and I feel like is so relatable to today. People love murder mystery podcasts. They're so popular. And the concept of creating one in real time is pretty comical, but also seems kind of like it would be a thing. I can very much imagine that. This show, like I mentioned to you guys last week, stars Selena Gomez. It also stars Martin Short and Steve Martin. All three of these actors are so wildly talented. This dynamic trio, they perform so well together. It's such a hilarious dynamic. I absolutely love watching them on screen. And like I said, the concept of this show, it makes a ton of sense for modern day, which is why too I think so many people love it. It's funny, it's relatable, it has a great cast. It really keeps moving. You don't feel bored at all in this show. And like most shows now, there aren't that many episodes in a season. I believe there's 10 in each season and there are two seasons out so far, so very easy to consume. What I also like about it, that I wasn't sure if they were going to do this, that at the end of each season, you actually do find out who the murderer is. It's not like something that goes over into the next, which I'm so glad that they did that. There's actually a definite person. The thing that you're waiting so long to uncover actually does get uncovered. Because if it didn't, I can guarantee this show would frustrate me but not an issue here, which is great. I really love it, and I was actually pleasantly surprised by how much I loved it. I don't think I realized how much I would like these characters, but I truly do like them all so much, individually and together. Every single episode, I feel like I had a new favorite character. Also, the setting, you know, it's called Only Murders in the Building. This building that they live in, 
is so fun, a whimsical vibe to it, incredibly unique. It really makes for a great backdrop of a show. And it then feels like the building itself is almost its own character. And then of course, plus all of the supporting actors are phenomenal and completely elevate the narrative. If you guys have not seen this show yet, highly, highly recommend. You can watch it on Hulu. Alright guys, next up for what's good. I have two things to recommend that are both Amazon purchases. And they are going to transition us into the theme of need to know basis this week. So a bit of a sneak peek here. But I wanted to recommend them because... We're in October now, which means we are getting dangerously close to Halloween. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every time Halloween rolls around, I am so incredibly unprepared for the holiday. And it's a holiday that I actually have a lot of fun celebrating, so you would think that I would prepare myself more. But nope, never do. Never think far enough in advance. So I have two items for you guys that are insanely easy to purchase that I feel like are just staples in my life now. And like I said, they're both from Amazon, so incredibly easy to order and they will get to you very quickly. Here are my two suggestions, which by the way, don't necessarily go together or they could go together depending on what you want to be. The first item is one that I actually never bought for a Halloween, but I did buy them before I went to Nashville. These are cowboy boots. Of course, everybody knows you can wear cowboy boots on the daily. You don't actually have to wait for Halloween to wear them. But why I thought to suggest them now is because if you are looking for cowboy boots specifically for a costume, these are a great option because as far as boots go, They're not outrageously expensive, they're really cute, they have a heel, and if you do go out with them or something and you get them dirty, I feel like you're not going to be that sad about it because they're not like incredibly unique or anything. They are white cowgirl boots and they're from the brand ISNOM. Just type in that on Amazon. The full thing says ISNOM, cowgirl boots for women, embroidered, point toe, chunky heel, western boot. They fit great, they look great, they don't break the bank, and you can wear them in your normal everyday life or on Halloween. Multi-purpose. The next item that I'm suggesting is one that I actually did wear for Halloween last year. And while most people might say to you, this is something that you can exclusively wear for Halloween, I completely disagree. You'll probably understand once I tell you what this item is. It is a space astronaut helmet. It is from the brand Charades. C-H-A-R-A-D-E-S. This helmet, you guys, it's so cute. I swear, we use it as decor in our apartment. Definitely unique decor, but decor no less. It sits out. Definitely a statement piece. We definitely get questions about it. I like keeping it out because I love space and you just never know when you're going to want to put on a space helmet, okay? It's a fantastic item to own and this one in particular, I love it so much and it was only $37, which I feel like is a great price for something that brings you so much joy. 
And again, an incredibly easy Halloween costume, and one of my personal favorites. Who doesn't love being an astronaut? And if you want to pair these two together, your cowboy boots and your space helmet, you can be a space cowboy. Sounds pretty good to me. Alright guys, now before we continue on with the rest of that theme in Need to Know Basis, I have one more thing to recommend for what's good, and that of course is your song. It is appropriately called, for this month, October by Happy Landing. Check it out on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. Okay guys, let's carry on to Need to Know Basis because did someone say boo? I think I heard that, which again means Halloween is right around the corner. Like I mentioned, I'm a terrible planner for the holiday, so what's a way to avoid that this year? I thought we could all brainstorm together for Halloween costume ideas. And I wanted to put this out in the first week of October, compile these ideas at the top of the month, so by the time the end of the month rolls around, we are insanely prepared. I put together three categories of ideas, pop culture throwbacks, and generally good ones. So let's start off with pop culture, as a lot of people like to do, specifically if they're pop culture fanatics, like you guys probably are if you listen to this podcast, we like to be on theme with the year. And there are plenty of ways to do that this year. Suggestion number one, Wednesday from The Addams Family. The new movie is coming out about her, so if people aren't doing that this year, I feel like they're definitely going to be doing it next year, so be ahead of the curve, guys. Next, maybe you want to do a couple's costume. I have a great suggestion for you. Barbie and Ken. I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of this, so why not join in on the fun? Channel your inner Margot Robbie and Ryan Reynolds. Some more potential couple costumes for you guys. Of course, you could just be one of the pair. But the next idea is the WeWork couple. I think this one would be really fun to see. Very fun to do one of those side-by-side pictures on Instagram. I hope somebody does it. Next, of course, I had to honor the guy that I'm seeing tonight, Harry Styles. And if you want to make it a couple's costume... Have somebody else go as Olivia Wilde. At this point, there have been some pretty iconic pictures of the two of them. You could definitely make that one work. Another idea, Kourtney Kardashian as a bride. In my personal opinion, I think that's probably going to be a standout moment in pop culture. Very visually memorable. So if you want to say that you did that costume the year of her wedding this one's for you. One that I think we're probably going to see a lot of, Euphoria characters. A lot of fun things that you could do with your outfits, your makeup, your hair, and honestly, you could probably pull something from your own closet. These kids are very up with the times. Next, not necessarily super modern, but they are still very relevant, especially in the fashion world, the Olsen twins. I love these two, and I would love to see somebody be them. Another idea, Anna Delvey. I'm sure we're going to see a fair amount of her this year. Two other ones that I presume will be very popular, 
Elvis and also Maverick from Top Gun. I feel like there's always some Mavericks out there, but I'm anticipating based on the movie's success, there's going to be a ton more this year. Two more for this category. One, shout out to my girl from Only Murders in the Building, Mabel. She has such a fun sense of style. You could definitely recreate one of her looks. Maybe even have a microphone in your hand to represent the podcasting element. Very cute, very fun. And the last one for this section, not exactly a pop culture person, but definitely something that we were all obsessed with at one point this year. Maybe some of us, myself included, still are. And that is Wordle. You could be a Wordle board. And I think what would be funny for this too is if you made this yourself, you put the word that you always use first as the one that shows all green. Maybe nobody else thinks that's funny, but I would love to win on my word. Just once, Wordle. Just once. All right, guys. Next section, some throwbacks. I feel like these are ones that people probably forgot about. Maybe some of you don't even know about these depending on when you were born or what was popular for you to watch. But all of these throwbacks are costumes or characters that were once very influential in my life personally. The first one, Bananas in Pajamas. I think that one maybe is a bit more obscure, but if you don't know who they are, look them up. If you have a group of friends, you want to do a group costume, I think that one could be really funny. Next, Lunette from the Big Comfy Couch. This woman holds a special place in my heart. I used to love the Big Comfy Couch. I think one day I'm just gonna have to be her. It just seems necessary. Another idea, Franklin the Turtle. This is one that I feel like being a turtle for Halloween is relatively easy, but then if you say that you're Franklin the turtle, there's some nostalgia and purpose to it. Next, Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. And honestly, any of those characters from Gilligan's Island, I think that would be another really fun group costume. And lastly for throwbacks, Inspector Gadget. He has such a unique look. Any of you guys could pull that one off. Alright guys, and for our last section of Halloween Costume Ideas 2023, although this is the generally good category, so I guess these could work any year. Of course, number one and number two, an astronaut and a cowboy or a cowgirl. I gave you guys some really great starters that you can easily buy online for either of these costumes or for a combination of both of them. And I will say specifically for the astronaut one, I have never regretted being an astronaut and I am highly considering being an astronaut again this year. I just love it and I have to say, I am a big fan of having a prop, especially one that's a full-on helmet. There's just something so fun about it. Moving on, your generic animals, cat or bunny Super easy to complete. You can wear normal clothes that you probably already have. All you need are some ears. Next, another great pair costume, men in black. Just get some black suits, a black hat, black glasses. Call it a day. Another fun one that I feel like has been popping up more recently 
is Stanley Ipkiss from The Mask. So fun. I'm pretty sure Gigi Hadid did this costume. She looked great. Another one, and one of my personal animated favorites, Boo from Monsters, Inc. She's so cute. You could be her as an adult. Maybe you have a kid that you need to dress up. She could be Boo, too. Maybe even you have a dog. Your dog could be Boo. I just love Boo as a character. Next, a pretty fun one, and I saw this one online, and I think it's a really good idea. The Morton Salt Girl. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? The girl on the salt container? I'm not blonde, but I would totally be the brunette version of her. She's wearing all yellow, little yellow shoes, and she has her light purple umbrella. So cute, I am highly considering. And the last one on the generally good ones list, your classic costume, a ghost. I know we've all thought about it. Many of us have probably done it. It's simple. It's on theme. You can't lose. A ghost is always a good idea. Alright guys, that was my full list. Hopefully it drew at least some kind of inspiration for you. Maybe you won't be any of these, maybe I won't be any of these, but at least we got the wheels turning. We are now in the mindset of needing to find a costume, remembering that Halloween is upon us, and that we can't procrastinate on this. So if you guys have ideas for me, please DM them to me. I will take all the help that I can get. I'm excited to see what costumes we see a lot of this year which ones are completely unique that we would never have thought of, and the classically good ones that we're always happy to see every single year. So remind yourself now, today, in the first week of October, if you're listening to this when it comes out, that the chill is in the air, and that it's time to scream, boo. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Start thinking costumes and candy. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 